Hello, I'm Dango Rose, and you're listening to the Mountaineer Podcast in conjunction with the Mountaineer Newspaper, the voice of the peak to peak online and in print. Brought to you by Mountain Vale Media. Now, listen in for the show. Can take your inhibitions and leave them all behind. Hello, my name is Jamie Lammers, and welcome to my final music interview of the year. Do you mind introducing yourself, real quick? My name is Destin Hawk, born and raised mostly in the Boulder area. I was born in Austin, Texas, moved here when I was little, raised in the Buddhist community here, and have been musical my whole life, and studying music most of that time, too. And yeah, being a professional musician is my bag, for sure. And I hear you're playing at the Jamestown Mercantile very soon. Yeah, I love that space. I love the community, Rainbow, and everyone who's a part of the Merc. And I always love how mountain towns have grit and at the same time are some of the most helpful people. They just understand a different way of living. And there's a kindness and a community aspect that I really appreciate. And I always feel like family when I go up there. And yeah, there's something about the space that's just very welcoming. I always feel really appreciated. It's rare to play a show without any kind of guarantee, but I always know that the community will be really supportive and the venue always appreciates us and that really goes a long way. So how did you get started in music in the first place? I mean, there must have been music even when I was in the womb that I was being influenced by. Influenced from the start, and then even as an infant, there was certain music like Stevie Wonder that was the only thing that would work to soothe me or put me to sleep at nap times and stuff like that. So I definitely had a dial of music that I really loved and obviously connected deeply with music just from the start. As a child, I used to make up songs in preschool and stuff and just little ditties off the top of my head. I was just inclined. I think I just always had a gravitation towards being musical. Took some lessons when I was really little, but it was more just I liked exploring. I had little toy pianos and little Casio synthesizer things. Pretty much, yeah, it was just a vehicle for self-expression and nothing structured about it for the majority of my youth. And then I guess influence-wise, my parents listened to a lot of different stuff. Like I said, Stevie Wonder, and then you'd have the Beatles. And I don't know, my dad liked Boz Skaggs and the Eurythmics and stuff like that. I think as I started to develop my own case, Basically, my dad got diagnosed with brain cancer when I was 13. I was in junior high, and I just wanted to express what I was going through. I needed some vehicle, and for some reason, even though I had played a lot of piano as a kid, I felt a pretty strong inclination towards the guitar, and so I asked if I could get an electric guitar, and I just became obsessed and dove into that and learned everything I could about it so I could write songs to express what I was going through, and my father passed in about a six-month window, a little bit after I was 14 as I was heading into high school. And so at that point, I really dove into learning the guitar and songwriting and music and taking all the music classes in high school. And I listened to and studied all the different artists throughout the 60s and 70s and 80s. And then, you know, it was the 90s at that point, which I still love all of that music that was 
coming out. So yeah, pretty broad. I mean, I was doing a lot, very immersed in that songwriting and instrument technique world on both guitar and piano. When did you start performing live gigs for the first time? I mean, I was studying a lot in high school. And so in high school, I think there was a play, like a high school play. And there was, I think, live band stuff for some of that. And there was a friend of mine who was going to do a dance in the middle and needed a piece of music. And so I composed a guitar piece to accompany her dancing. That was probably the first sort of like commissioned thing I wrote and created and then performed in front of the high school. I became good friends with the music teachers in high school and we'd hang out outside of school and they were like mentors. I learned a lot from them and I had started a band with some other friends in high school and I don't know what the first gig we played as a band was, but we played like the Creek Festival and the Battle of the Bands and stuff like that in downtown and then one of the band teachers got me a gig opening for the fun-loving criminals at the Fox Theater. So I think that was like the first major venue kind of gig that we played, I think, as like a trio or something opening for them, which is a pretty big deal for us. I think we were 16. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I got the itch and then I just started forming out regularly. There was a Penny Lane Coffee House. It used to be there on Pearl Street. Had two open mics a week. And so I'd go down there regularly and practice performing a lot of my original guitar and vocal songs that I was writing. And that's where I I ran into Gregory Allen Isaacov and Ramiah Sotskin and all these other amazing local musicians who were all a part of the open mic community. And we just support each other and collaborate and go to each other's shows and just kept going from there. What was so great about being able to connect to music and what has stayed great about doing it all this time? Well, initially, it was just like an extension of my own expression about anything, really. But I think the saving grace was a form of healing and a form of expressing difficult feelings and emotions when my dad was passing. And then it allowed me to continue to express whatever those feelings, pain or difficulty that would either still be there or new things that would arrive or arise throughout my life been like a great vehicle for expressing that. It can also bring you great joy. And there's all sorts of it's heavily emotional vehicle, which I think is really great. You can either have a cathartic experience and cry and let it all out. You can have a dance party. There's a wide range of ways in which it can affect you. It can make you feel confident and strong and all sorts of stuff. But then, of course, there's the wonderful aspect of being an artist where I get to create what I want to hear. So even though there's other artists out there and I love so many of them and there's certainly great tracks that I've loved throughout the years and sometimes I feel like it's just a perfect song start to finish and I I wish I wrote it, but mostly only I can really hear what it is that I would want to hear the most. And so having the ability to actually create that is pretty special because, yeah, getting to do that for yourself is like a gift. And do you like being able to perform live? Yeah, live performance is such a different thing. Like composition, I think, can be a more internal thing where maybe you're feeling into something and trying to express it. Although recently I've done a lot more collaborating, which I find really, really enjoyable and fun. I've done so much by myself in my life that I think I'm in a new phase of really wanting to collaborate the majority of the time with the various things I do. So collaborating in the writing space, I think, is actually extremely fun and engaging in a totally different way than I have been doing it 
most of my life. But then when you get to perform, it's a similar reason. It's then you're sharing that work that you did or enjoying other people's work as well. But that's a completely different experience. And it's a very communal thing. I feel like connecting with a room of people and really getting in sync with them is the most wonderful sensation because you all get to go on an emotional journey together. Like I said before, whether it's emotional or healing or if it's something that's more of a fun environment, dance oriented or sexy or encouraging all the different various things and getting to play music with friends. That's a really special thing because there's a type of connection that you have with other individuals when you get to be in that kind of creative space. It is very unique. What do you hope that audience members take away from your shows when they come and see them? Yeah, I think generally I just hope that people have an emotional moving experience of some kind, like I've been saying, whether it's cathartic or it brings them joy or some form of transformation. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah. The day after Christmas, I have a new single coming out called FOMO, F-O-M-O, short for Fear of Missing Out. And this is one of the first songs I've collaborated on with other songwriters. So it was four different songwriters and we all wrote the song start to finish in one day, wrote it and recorded the whole thing. It was a really fun exercise and it's a little bit of a different style than I would normally write, which I also think is fun to like venture out a little bit. A lot of my music is a little more down tempo and ballad oriented or down tempo R&B kind of groove. And this has a little bit more of a pop feel. It's more up tempo. It's a really happy song about just getting out of the house and living your life and enjoying people's company and making the most of the present moment and the experiences you're having so that's exciting and yeah that'll be released on all platforms day after christmas thank you so much to detchen for coming on board and joining us for the podcast when are you performing at the jamestown mercantile again thursday january 4th from seven to nine during like a dinner show that'll be a nice more intimate style songwriter type of show be sure to check out his show and happy new year everyone and now for this week's music mentions Head to the Canyon Tavern, located at 32138 Highway 72 in Cool Creek Canyon on Saturday, December 30th at 6 p.m. to see Jordan Yui performing live. Head to the Diner Barnett, located at 121 North Jefferson Street in Nederland on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. to see a Damn Jam open jam night, on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. to see karaoke night, and Sundays at 6 p.m. to see an open mic night. And also be sure to head there on Friday, December 29th at 9 p.m. to see Face Melt Fridays with God Laser. Head to Eldora at 2861 Eldora Ski Road in Nederland on Friday, December 29th at 12pm to see DJ Drake performing live, on Saturday, December 30th at 9am to see Pistol Pete performing live, on Saturday, December 30th at 1pm to see Eric Richard Stone performing live, on Sunday, December 31st at 9am to see Iris Berkeley performing live, and on Sunday, December 31st at 1pm to see Al Laughlin and Will James of The Samples performing live. Head to Howlin' Wind Brewing, located at 51A Main Street in Rollinsville, on Sunday, December 31st at 6pm to see Steepland String Band performing live, and on Sunday, December 31st at 10pm to see Riverspell performing live. Head to the Jamestown Mercantile, located at 108 Main Street in Jamestown, on Friday, December 29th at 7pm to see Hunter Amabile performing live. Head to JKQ Barbecue, located at 200 Gregory Street in Blackhawk, on Friday, December 29th at 6 p.m. and Saturday, December 30th at 5 p.m. to see Jimmy Lewis performing live. Head to Knotted Root Brewing, located at 250 North Caribou Street in Nederland, on Friday, December 29th at 5 p.m. to see Andrew McConaughey performing live, on Saturday, December 30th at 4 p.m. to see Mark Cuban performing live, and on Sunday, December 31st at 5 p.m. for Jazz Sundays, Sunday Jazz with Sabre.
Most Sundays at 4 p.m., the Millside Inn hosts an open jam. Be sure to head there at 44365 Highway 72 in Ward to check them out for yourself. Head to the Caribou Room, located at 55 Indian Peaks Drive in Netherland on Sunday, December 31st to see an NYE show, Pimps of Joy Time with David Lawrence and the Spoonful. Show starts at 8 p.m. and doors and dinners start at 7 p.m. And finally, head to the Very Nice Brewing Company, located at 20 East Lakeview Drive, number 112 in Netherland, on Friday, December 29th at 6 p.m. to see Wendy Pines performing live, and on Saturday, December 30th at 5 p.m. to see Concrete Feedback performing live. Did we miss you or your performance? Want to submit your music listing in the Beach Beak area? Do you have updates to your business or to your performances? Please call 303-810-5409 or email info at themountaineer.com to be included in the next print edition or the next podcast of The Mountain Ear. for our show subscribe online to get access to more news weekly updates to our community calendar and a link to our youtube channel by visiting themountaineer.com be sure to use the coupon code podcast when subscribing for a 10 percent discount only available to our listeners i'm dango rose thank you for listening